How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We got uh, our guy Bob Myers on the line right now, Whitey. Bob, how you doing? Hey, Bob. Gotta stop. The, the last time I came on was the day after <laughs> Judge. By the way, I saw Judge yesterday in our hotel in New York, and I said, can I at least get an explanation? Uh, and this is what he started laughing. Oh, it was Kerr and I in the lobby of our hotel in, in New York, and he walked by. I don't know what he was doing there. And uh, he walked by, and, and Steve and I looked at him, and, you know, we were nice. Hey, hey congratulations. <laughs> I joked. I said, can I get an explanation? He just started laughing. But anyways, last time I came on yeah. was the day after that. I gotta stop coming on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob, people love that too. Why yeah. you got something to read? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Bob, okay. and, and it's great to talk with you. The executive show brought to you by AFICI. Uh, Afici, San Francisco's newest culinary adventure located at 680 Folsom Street in San Francisco. Go to www.afici.com to book your reservation today. Uh, Bob, we got so many things to talk about before we even get to the Warriors last night. Um, How about it? I mean, I know it's not fair to ask you, it wouldn't be right to ask you to comment on any of the particulars of this, but this, you do this for a living, and we've never, as I just said, we've never seen anything fall apart like this, anything of this magnitude. So what? what's your reaction as far as anything you can share with us about what the hell happened? Well, I mean, first of all, it sucks. Um, it does, it's just, you know, people think somebody wins in these situations. Korea actually lost money. Um, Giants, obviously, are the biggest, it hurts them the most because this, the, the opportunity is gone. It, you can't pivot. That, that's the most painful thing for a team. And, and you can't, there's a small window of time. Um, and that goes for any team in free agency where uh, these things happen fast and there's competition and there's offers that are out there beyond your own. So just getting an agreement is hard. But I think what listeners and we're realizing now is, and, and if you're in the business, you do kind of know, you, these things are very rare. But there's this moment in time, just like if somebody came to your house and said, yeah, I'll buy your car for $20,000 or whatever it is, and you shake hands. And that's okay, fine, we shook hands. But then the guy calls, yeah, I bought a different car. You can't really do a lot about that. So there's, in sports it's even worse because when you sign a player and you get an agreement, um, it's public. And part of that's actually helpful because it alerts the other teams in the market that this player is off the market. And the agents honor that 99% of the time. The only times I've seen an agent back out is when a player will tell that agent, I have second thoughts, and the agent will then call the team and say, I'm really sorry, uh, this guy changed his mind. That I have seen happen uh, as on the agent side and on the team side, and it's never good. 
Teams rarely do that. I've really never really seen a team say we changed our mind. But then there's this part that we all saw happen where there's a physical. And again, Whitey, you prefaced it. I have no idea what happened. I don't think I'll ever know. Um, but in any event, it's public knowledge that there was a disagreement on the medical. That happens too. Um, and you risk these things, this small percentage of losing a player. And so for me, speaking from my standpoint, we've signed big players. Um, I've represented players where there is this gap where we're sweating it out, whether it's an agent or a team hoping that the physical is fine. It's, it's a footnote in the eyes of the public because we've got this player, it's announced, it's all happy, everything's good. And meanwhile, there's a trade call, there's doctors, and when you're talking about guaranteed money, and that's what happens in the NBA and Major League Baseball, it's all guaranteed money. And it's very strictly laid out that you get your money. And that's what's bargained for, and that's how the, the business works. It's interesting, Bob. Injury, yeah. The last thing I'll say is, healthy or not, you get your money. So, so the NFL... I would say you can maneuver contracts and renegotiate, not so much in, in baseball and in basketball. Bob, it's incredible you say that because last time you were on and you just mentioned it, you talked to us about the courtship of Durant and the inside and people ate that up. My question to a guy like you in your position, how much of your job and, and the things that you do to try to land or bring something to your organization, it, you have to run by you know the owner or your boss? I mean, look, do um, $300 million, no GM gets to make a decision that is $300 million, nor should they. That's the decision of the guy that owns the team. He gets to make that. Um, you can recommend it, and every GM has a different amount of authority, and you earn that, or you know, some owners are more engaged than others. Speaking from my perspective, um, yeah, and I think 90% percent or more of GMs uh, clear these things with their owner mm. because the money is so big now. It's, it's not, I think in the past, not that the deals were small, but you're talking about $300 million and you're talking about what happens if you get it wrong or right. Owner engagement has probably never been more than it is now because I think when you buy a team for uh, a billion, two billion, three billion dollars, you're going to be involved um, in your team for the most part. That wasn't always the case 25 years ago. Teams were going for $100 million, $200 million. Still an absolutely crazy amount of money for most people. But that's different. This is, this, people, uh, this is going to sound bad to say, but there was a lot of people that could buy a team for $100 or $200 million 15, 20 years ago. There's not a lot of people now that have $3, 4000000000 billion dollars to buy a team, a football team, a baseball team, a basketball team. So the people that do want to know what's going on, and I, and I get that. So, Goo, I can't think of a situation where an owner would not say yay or nay to that type of situation or decision. Mm. Bob Myers with us on 95.7 The Game at Staney and Guru Whitey in for, for Staney. Bob, here's something that stands out to me about this. And obviously, you know, you've dealt with it as an agent, as a, as a GM. So maybe I'm just wrong. But it seems to me typically a deal of this magnitude when a team said, yeah, we've come to terms with a guy 
typically there's there it's implied that you know what we're we're on board and you don't expect as a fan to hear about what appears at least from what Scott Boris is saying to be maybe a minor medical issue throwing a wrench into things and that's where I think a lot of fans are going well, wait a minute how how this is a huge deal and you had him and now it's something that happened a long time ago so in your view how rare is is something like that cropping up well, in a deal like this so in law school um they taught me that words are pretty powerful and matter. And the word that you, the key thing you just said was minor. So that, and I'm not criticizing you. I, I don't think if I, I hope, I don't think this was minor. Okay. I don't I, I, now, now look, I could be wrong and it could have been, a, a, it could have been a lot of different things. To right. Be honest. Right. But I would hope and assume, um, that if it was minor, and, and I was in a situation here where we, I forget, a long time ago, where a player's physical came back and we changed some protection on a second round pick, and that had been my first year doing it. And it was it was a minor thing, and we figured it out, but that was a trade with a team um, where the physical came back. That wasn't a free agent signing. So maybe a little bit more time, a little bit more space, where when you're in a situation in free agency, you're negotiating with Scott Boris, who obviously is very good at what he does and has direct lines to owners. I met him in a game in LA one time and I was talking to him um, a few years ago and he, he told me unsolicited, he's like, I talk to owners. I said, well, <laughs> I guess if you can, you should, you know, and it wasn't a slight on me. He was just, yeah. I'm not in baseball. Just tell me what he does. So, yeah. um, a guy like that, but I, I'm not saying he's distrusted or untrustworthy. He obviously has to have great relationships with every GM. He has so many players. So I can't speculate. I, I know it's your guys' job to speculate. I can only say that anytime these agreements are reached verbally, there is an exposure level that 95% of the time is fine, but but it's there. And and, and this is a, a GM's fear. This is an owner's fear. This is a fan base's fear. This fan base, uh, the Bay Area may now have learned a hard lesson in that whether the Warriors announce something, or the Giants, the 49ers, maybe it's different in football. Until that press conference happens, that deal is probably not signed. Or until the team releases an official statement, which I, it never happened, right? Did they ever officially say they signed it? I don't Just that they had agreed know. to terms, never that they had okay, signed okay, it. So, yes, so, you're right. So you say agreed to terms. And yeah. I think we do that too, actually. But until you say it's signed, now, that's kind of hard medicine to swallow for fans because... You know, you want to think something's said and done, and, and I don't think anybody lied or was disingenuous here. I just think it was one of those very rare situations, and I don't know if we'll ever know. And Fair enough. I mean, yeah. it could happen to me. You know, I don't know. I, I, It's part of the business, and it's just too bad it happened to the Giants from somebody that knows those people and it's just uh, for our fans. And, it's a tough one. It's a hard one. Bob, I got to tell you this, man. I'm in my living room two weeks ago before you guys get ready to take on Boston. I tend to believe I speak for the fans. <laughs> and Woj comes out. You know, you let me know if oh, I'm yeah. doing too much here with your contract status, you know, and where you're at. now. And little Daryl looks over to me. He's like, Bob's going somewhere. I'm like, I text Donnie <laughs> Frantic. I'm like, hell no, Bob ain't going anywhere. Fans are worried. Yeah, yeah fans are very concerned. All the skins on the wall that you have, for the people listening, Bob, can you, yeah, you're going to be around, right? <laughs> How old's your son? Uh, 18. 
Okay. I, oh, he's a, he's a, I, I thought he was younger. Yeah. He's team manager for Santa Clara men's hoop, Bob, so I'm kind of proud. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll t- I talked to son about it. Him and I can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm really not. I'm not people. I know what I, I just, I had to say something when I was asked, but I, I'm really just focused on the season. I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'm, I'm focused on our season, and that's my main focus. And I'm, I'm, we got enough. I'm not worried about me right now. You, we could talk about last night, which is probably, you know, I'm glad we've avoided it. We've talked for 10 <laughs> minutes or so. I got to figure out some things um, more than me with mm. our team and, and focus on. I thought you were going to say you thought we were turning the corner in Boston, and I thought oh, we're not in Boston. We played Boston. Nope, but, and I kind of yeah. would agree with that. And, um, you know, obviously Curry going down, but we have to, we, we got to find some kind of rhythm. And, and that's my job. And it was a dinner last night with Steve after the game. And, you know, these are, we, we, we got to find a path here where we get some consistency. And it's hard to do when you're injured, but every team has injuries. And to be fair and, and self critical, we were, we were struggling when we were healthy. So that's my focus. And, um, Tonight we got a lot of guys out too. Man. So, hmm. yeah, Goo, I I appreciate the support. I do. I, uh, I know you're my guy. I, I know man. you're. I know you want the Warriors to do well. I, like I said, I should be focused on us, and and I and I know the Giants thing's a big deal. But um, you know, we gotta we gotta try to get this ship right with our team. And as a GM, you can look at your team through rose-colored glasses, or sometimes you're too critical. Uh, we gotta figure out what we are. Um, that boss you brought up that night, I thought I had a sense of it, and then you struggle, and, and then you have to be patient, but you also have to be impatient. So I'm rambling, but uh, I, I need to focus on <laughs> We We really appreciate it, Bob. We're asking all this stuff about the Giants and your contract, and we really appreciate uh, the answers you're giving us. But, yeah, there was a game last night, and there's a game tonight, as you well know. There, I thought there were some positives last night. Kuminga, to my eye, made two of the best passes he's ever made as a pro, one to Wiseman, one in transition. Ty Jerome and, and Lamb, I love Ty Jerome, you know, these two-way players. People text us all the time. Why are these two-way players playing? Because they're playing really well. So that's been, you know, kudos to you and your staff. But as far as this season, Bob, is there any way this thing gets turned around without either somebody on the roster making huge strides or you going out and bringing somebody else in? That's the key question right there. That is the question that changes and fluctuates to a certain point, Whitey, where that question needs an answer at some point. Uh, it's not that I don't want to answer it today, mm-hmm. but I've learned in this business that that the answer to that question evolves throughout the season. So as much time as we can take to evaluate that and get it right, because once you make a deal, it's done and you can't go back. So with the Russell stuff, when we moved him for Wiggins, that was a thought for a long time until it came to fruition the day of the deadline. Um, but first, the question that you asked needs to be answered in the form of yes or no. Um, and then if the answer is a change needs to be made, what's the change? I think that we, at some point soon, in the next ever many few weeks, we have to decide what is the answer to that question and then what, what, what specifically is the answer to it. So I think right now we've seen we can play with a lot of the really good teams, but we've also lost to some teams we, we would think we could beat, and our records are records, and that's not something we expected it would be at this point in time. So that's what we have to decide. And the ways to get better are internally or externally. That's pretty simple this time of year. There is just, there's trades or there's, your team plays better. Um, we have guys that can play better. I believe that. 
Um, and we haven't seen the best version of us, but but that that could be me just being too uh, optimistic. I, we have to see it at some point. We're we're what? How many games in thirty? What are we? Thirty-two, I think, something like that. Um, so yeah, that's a good question. That's I'm supposed to be focused on that and not not anything else. So that that'll be my time. Will be spent on answering that. Bob, I don't want to bring up bad memories, but I was in the house game six in the 19 finals against Toronto when Clay got hurt. You, you didn't see me. I saw you, and I saw you go over to Joe to kind of give him the news. And thankfully in Indiana when Steph got hurt, uh, it wasn't that. But can you walk us through your thought process? I, I don't know if you were on the road, if you were in the house. You know, how, what you do, how you eat and sleep, waiting to hear the prognosis on Steph and how relieved you were that, you know what, okay, he ain't going to need surgery. How, how does that work? Well, those are those are hard moments because you're, even when the, the night of, you always have to wait on MRIs now. But I spoke to, in real time to, I wasn't at that game, I spoke to Rick, Rick Celebrini, our head of sports performance, and, and he said, look, I think it, he told me what he thought it was, and he said, but let's wait on the MRI. And so that was encouraging because sometimes these things like that clay injury, uh, and you're referring to the ACL, you can, at least organizationally, and you see this in football a lot where the media is so good now, they'll say it's, they feared it's an ACL, or fears are when you saw with um, the Cardinals quarterback, you know, the, the ones where you just. Yeah. You know it, but you don't say it yet. And you go, we're waiting on MRI. Those ones are the worst. But this was not in that category. Uh, so I talked to Rick, and he said, look, I think it's not going to be surgery, but let's get to what the MRI says. Then you don't sleep much that night, and then you wake up, and the next morning, you know, he says, I'll call you right away. He calls you right when they get the MRI out. And uh, there's an MRI report. But then, you sometimes you send it off to two or three specialists. And some guy says whatever he says, and they never say the same thing. Just mm. like that. Unless it's a broken bone, every orthopedist will tell you something slightly different. And um, that may, not to go backwards, but that may be something that happened with the, with the giant stuff. Is And, and I've known, um, and you guys may know, second opinions are never identical to first or third. It's just, unless it's obvious, and it never is, usually isn't obvious. So you wait on that, and then after that, you get an answer. And then I saw Steph, and also it's the athlete, I mean, if they're not worried, they know their bodies just like you guys do. And you can sometimes see it on their face. And obviously he was hurt, but, but even yesterday I was talking to him and he, he, I said, how is it? He goes, it hurt for the first three days. He's like, but now it doesn't hurt when I do normal things. But now then you got to get the strength back and all these, these different things. But yeah, dude, those moments suck. I mean, injuries, probably the worst, worst thing that you deal with um, yeah. in, in my position. Other than dealing with us. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's too, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> he did join himself this yeah. week. Yeah. Bob, what, uh, what would you say James Wiseman did well uh, uh, during his sin at the G League? I know Steve Kerr said he really made strides. What did he do well there that still hasn't translated uh, in the brief time since he's returned to the NBA level? I think down there he rebounded better. I think he found himself more in the dunker spot. For those people that don't know, that's that's stopped posting as much as he was uh, taking up clogging up the lane he was removing himself and putting him in position to get that pass when a guard drives or a lob it got better at that I think defensively his fouling got better his turnovers got better um, but you know a game like last night is probably not ideal to throw him out there with all the young guys in, in a game like that so it's tough to see anything translate in that game um, but the reps helped him and the confidence helped him 
It's a kid that's been through a lot. Uh, and so there's, there's, there's things you can pull from it, but I, ideally you put them out there with some of the, uh, more veteran guys. And, and that it's hard for the young guys. And that if you guys kept watching, maybe did something else with your time in the fourth quarter, you know, the oldest guy was Wiseman. He's 21 and whatever months old. And, and that's the oldest guy of the five guys on the floor. It's not going to look good. And, um, none of them, I think looked great. Uh, so, yeah, I did some things well, but um, still needs to improve on things, just like all our young guys do. And they're, you know, they 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 one step forward, one step back, uh, two steps forward, one step back. And uh, we have not had a cushion because of um, the way we've been playing to just let those guys play and play through it. Um, and that's been the challenge I think for Steve and the staff is figuring out minutes for some of these guys while we're in these tight games and trying to kind of stay around or get above 500 and in a very convoluted Western conference. So, yeah, Bob, that's actually a good thing. I, w- I was telling Waddy, what do you guys like five and a half, six back from the yeah. number one seed? So yeah. to me, that helps out. We'll get you out of here on this one, Bob. You had mentioned earlier that you're trying to figure out who you guys are. I get it. 32 games in, but how difficult is that when there is no Wiggins and there is no Curry? Well, Goo, I think it is it's impossible without those guys, but we saw a decent chunk with them, and I can't say why we went out early and lost some games that those guys were finishing. Yeah. I don't know if that was just... Sometimes in close games, usually they even out at the end of the year. I think a lot of them... We didn't play well in the clutch. I don't know what that is. I, I do think that in a playoff series, I would trust those guys to finish out. They, no reason to believe they wouldn't. But it just didn't go that way. And so then you try to evaluate what does that mean? But then you have injuries and it does cloud the whole thing up as far as what are you? And at some point you you just what it is is what it is. And you can't you can't blame it on X, Y, or Z. It's just whatever your season's telling you, that's that's the beauty of sports. I mean I could sit up here and make excuses. Um but there's more time for us to kind of figure it out. But we're not sitting here liking losing it's uh no one does not the players not me not, not not joe certainly not steve so um you gotta we gotta try to get it going in the right direction thanks bob we appreciate it i know this is a tough day for a lot of right. fans but for me i get to hang out with goo i get to talk to you we appreciate it happy holidays uh enjoy your time home and we will talk to you soon sir enjoy all right guys all right take, care. take care take care the executive show was brought to you by afici san francisco's newest culinary adventure located at 680 Folsom street in san francisco go to www.afici.com to book your reservation today why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why? a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.